0: The sun's risen to the point that it's just above the level of my eyes and everything underneath it is being reflected. When I say reflected, that's the actual reflection, like the ocean is dancing and sparkling. I can hardly hold my eyes open because of the brilliance of it. That's in the distance. Then closer, the trees a green, but they're all reflecting. Again, to even see the green, that's a reflection. It's interesting because we think naturally that the plants are using green, that's why they're green. But it's actually, that's the light waves that they're not using. That's what they're reflecting back. And in essence, everything that we're seeing is a reflection back. And that's the physical, scientific component of it. If we can see it, it's a reflection of those light waves bouncing off that object and into our eyes. So I look down to my north, (laughs) which in this case is also my left, and there's a camellia tree. Beautiful, well, camellia, large shrub, beautiful pink, pink flowers. Each of those pink petals is pink because that's what's not being absorbed by that petal. It's absorbing the blue, it's absorbing the yellow, it's absorbing all sorts of things, but not the reds. They're bouncing back to my eyes. And the teachings from the elder, Grandmother Parisha for me have always been this bridge between the scientific world and the spiritual world. And when I say spiritual... I'm not meaning religious. I'm meaning it's almost science again. Like even when I pause to think, what does it actually mean? Having a spirit, being a spirit, not having one—probably <laughs> being a spirit and having a body would be closer to the to how it relates for me. Um, and the teachings through the Cherokee elder being one that have grown upon personal reflections as a child and then others mentioning things and travelling to many countries after i left university and observed and really to come back home with the teachings that everything you see are a reflection and then add to that as grandmother parish did it's a reflection of your own thoughts and when i say thoughts it's your own thoughts and emotion teaching the traditional way of storytelling sometimes wasn't enough for us westerners brought up on books so again to be a bridge grandmother parish Encouraged the wide reading and then watching, realizing that movies are also something that can engage the emotions. An emotion being energy in motion. But let's go back to the books. The books include some of those that have been compiled by Dr. Joe Dispenza, where we look at our own thought patterns, beliefs. But again, not going too much into them, not going down, down into a potentially negative reflection of oneself. Looking more with the options of stop change. Reading the books from David Suzuki, looking at parallel worlds, reading books by Professor Fred Allen Wolf which you can also Google as Dr. Quantum. And that was the introduction of science experiments like the double slit experiment. Google that if you haven't seen it. But in essence, it gives a really lovely, succinct look at how a theory that our thoughts influence the behaviour of the matter around us which is another teaching where Grandmother Parashur has again had people you know, just ask themselves, okay, what is it about blackness? So much of what we're taught is the darkness is the, the bad and the light is the good. Now, that may have come about from a biological perspective. Maybe the dark's when things come out and eat us. Maybe the light's when we're safe and we can see everything. But traditionally too, the dark, the nighttime was a time of people coming together, of um, the introverting time, looking inwards. Such an important thing that for for many today happens only in sleep, and sometimes that is numbed by the consumption of alcohol or other drugs prior to sleep. To so Frat. Health and well-being. It's a fantastic thing to have those introvert times of allowing, let's say, the no thing. So people talk about nothingness out there, or the the blackness is the nothingness. It's not that there's nothing there. It's a no thing. It's like having all the ingredients for a cake, and you're yet to make it. Allowing ourselves time in the no thing allows a much broader perspective of what could be it's like if you have a house and you've got to do renovations you're still starting with what's already there but if you have a completely clear space you have no thing you have far more potential in terms of what you can create so allowing ourselves to go to the no thing allows the opening Of a broader perspective now this could be for things we actually want to do like a physical world thing it can also just be in perspectives and at this time when there are uh, unrest within self within family groups within relationships within parents and adults within work groups within countries there is also the opposite of all of that there are fantastic things happening harmonious things, environmental restoration, care for displaced, wonderful breakthroughs in holistic medicines, regenerative agriculture. Whatever there is, there is the opposite of. And again, Parashur has spoken a lot on the opposites. And when there's something that we may disagree with, To know that it's not about being against that thing, but to see oneself in the circle. And as the circle, there are no sides. But as the circle, there is a center point. And from the center, you can move around and look outward at all the perspectives. And from that position in the middle, having taken in as much as there is possible to look, listen, feel into it. Then can choose which area you want energy to flow in. Where do you want energy in motion? Where do you put your emotion? So if there's fighting and you don't want fighting, where do you put it for good reconciliation actions? For harmonic outcomes? If there's a destruction of the environment. Where do you look? To the programs that are regenerating the soil, planting the trees, getting the young ones involved and put our energy in motion there. When we see that which is opposite and we put our energy in motion to that which is opposite, our emotion, we actually add to that. This is a powerful thing, it's so powerful. And it's one that Grandmother Parashara said so often, in so many different ways. And getting back to the beginning of what I was saying with this beautiful reflection of the sun, which is referred to by many names, including Nunda, everything out there is a reflection. Our brain reads the reflected light, the reflected sound. Everything is an energy that we then listen to, look at, feel and through that we make up our outcome of what is reality. So if we take it that next stage that even for it to be out there to be reflecting back to us it's not a one-way flow in. As we look, as we speak, we're also creating. So if you want to be an environmental activist Speak for what you're for. I think Mother Teresa is quoted as saying she won't go to an anti-war march, but she will go to a peace march. There's probably many who've said that. What we stand for is what we bring more of. And absolutely this also doesn't mean we don't take action, we don't bring things to the front that are you know, opposite of a harmonic world that we want. We don't turn a blind eye to things. But as much as possible, move to the centre. When we think there's something, or we've been told there's something not right, move to the centre. Look around. Gather as much perspective as possible. And then from that position, make a decision. You can take action. Absolutely. Take action that builds that which you're for. Whether it's removing people from a dangerous situation, it's all in alignment with that. But when you're removing people from a dangerous situation, be it not because they're this race or that race or this gender or that gender, humanity is humanity. If your principle is to care for people, it's all people. So in this beautiful day, as we look out and see the reflection of everything, Know that as it reflects to us, we also reflect to it. May you walk in the beauty way.